Welcome to Inspiring People and Places, where we interview national leaders in the architectural, engineering, construction, and development industry in an effort to educate, innovate, and inspire industry professionals to disrupt the status quo, improve their project teams, and steward public and private investments more effectively. I'm your host, BJ Kramer, President and CEO of MCFA. Allow me to introduce today's guest. All right, Inspiring People and Places, we are back with a little bit of a special episode. A few months ago, you heard me interview Jesse Gambling Johnson, MCFA's Director of Talent Development and Recruitment. And we got a little bit into a discussion around what we think is both a blue ocean strategy and kind of a mission in both of our hearts and, and really aligns with MCFA as a service-disabled veteran-owned small business, which is helping veterans transition out of active duty and into the engineering construction industry and, and maybe into the general project leadership industry. So we've made a lot of progress. And, and I want to start out by giving Jesse a shout out because this ties into my solo podcast maybe two weeks ago, a little bit of who, not how, a little bit of elevate or delegate and elevate, and a little bit of what got you here won't get you there. So uh, this concept or strategy or idea has been sitting on a whiteboard in my office for about, I don't know, three years. We have to do a better job of recruiting veteran talent. And that veteran talent really does serve the gamut and fill the gap that we see coming in our industry, which is a lack of people to do the the load of work that's coming. So we've got two big issues happening. One is a lot more infrastructure dollars getting spent or invested, as we like to say. And two is a retiring workforce from the engineering construction industry. So we we see that as we see that as a huge opportunity, not as much a big issue. And to fill that opportunity, we are looking to a place near and dear to Jesse and my heart, which is the veteran community. So I want Jesse to come on and talk to us about where we are in our own journey on this process, highlighting, number one, our SkillBridge program that, that just got approved in the spring, and we'll, we will be hosting our first cohort here in early, starting in early September. So I'm talking too much. Jesse, welcome back to the show. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, thanks for thanks for bringing me back. You know, I think I think another important thing to mention, right, is is not only is it near and dear to our hearts, but like we both lived it, right? Coming coming out of the military and finding this this kind of you know purpose in this in the AEC industry. You know, I, my experience in, in getting into I know this 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 really isn't about me, but I think what really crystallized like this opportunity for veterans to find success in the engineering and construction space was, you know, I remember, you know, in an interview talking with somebody and it was a, a sort of an informational interview and they were like, tell me about what you did in the military. And I explained kind of, you know, the mission planning process, right. That the Marine Corps and the army and all the branches follow something very similar talking about how really there is a, an objective that's an identified at the end of a mission. And then you, 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 there's a mission in an end state, right? And then you, you kind of pull that back and there's milestones or phase lines to, to get to that objective. 
And then, you know, essentially what you do is allocate manpower and resources to hit those milestones to accomplish the objective. And I, I remember explaining that to this pretty senior construction executive. And he was like, that's, that's literally what commercial con- construction is. That's exactly what we do on a large scale. And I was like, amazing. Like this, so so I'm already familiar with like actually how we build buildings. Do I know everything about architectural and shop drawings? No, but like conceptually, I can identify with this process and how this industry works. And so going into this this new experience, I immediately found other veterans that were able to connect with this kind of way of of building and and designing and executing, you know, these kind of larger scale projects in the in the AEC space. And then, you know, as we kind of, you know, developed and talked through this, this vision of DOD to AEC, you know, we identified over the last, you know, five, 10 years, this, you know, this opportunity to really mentor, guide and train transitioning veterans, because that wasn't a priority, right? In, in the time when we got out of the military and many generations before, it was like, you know, you were wearing uniform one day, the next you were on the street. And it was, you know, there wasn't really that sort of, you know, connection between your experience in the military and to the civilian world. So, you know, I think, you know, the DOD Skillbridge program, which is, you know, what we were independently approved for as a DOD authorized Skillbridge provider, you know, gives gives transitioning service members in their last three to six months of their their active duty contract. It gives them the opportunity, if they're approved by their commands, to conduct a, a, an internship, essentially with, you know, a number of different civilian employers. And it gives and you know what it does give them an opportunity to explore something they're interested in, and also understand what life might be like at at one of these these organizations. So. You know, we we set out on that journey. It's a long review process. In the meantime, while it was all being reviewed, we partnered with Hiring Our Heroes from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Um, I had the great pleasure of working with Karen Brach out of Joint, Joint Base McGuire-Dix-Lakehurst. We had a great interview, Brown. I really, really enjoyed interviewing so many of these eager and curious transitioning veterans or military service members, excuse me. And then, you know, we we extended some offers and aligned with, you know, who we are as a company, where we're going and, you know, where people kind of fit in and, and aligned with, with our core values. And, and so we have an upcoming cohort. So very excited about, you know, this, this is a very tangible launch to a program that I think has been being kind of designed and curated for the last nine months. But really now it's, it's about execution and it's about providing actually you know, what it is we talk about is important and ensuring that, you know, that experience, because that experience is is carried out. So one more thing I want you to talk about with the Skillbridge program, because some of our listeners might have a friend that's getting out. They may be they may be a veteran themselves or, or I'm sorry, active duty themselves and trying to figure out getting out. What does our program, what's the structure of our program going to be for the three months that these veterans are, or I keep saying veterans, these service members are with us? Yeah, so, I, you know, and, let, and just just to hit this, you know, the, the mission of our DOD to AEC program here is really is helping transitioning service men, members find mission, meaning, and fulfilling careers in the architecture, engineering, and construction industry. So how we have designed this is basically 
three kind of phases. Phase one is sort of a, you know, uh, uh, if you look at it like crawl, walk, run, or really crawl, crawl, walk. Phase one is your training. So we're giving three different training programs and overseeing. One is the OSHA 30. It's a kind of construction, construction and engineering vernacular, understanding safety, health, environmental regulations. It also provides a lot of, yeah, the vocabulary that you're likely to hear in a lot of our different projects or programs. Second training program we're offering is the Envision Sustainable Professional Certificate. So really focuses on resilience and and infrastructure building. Um, So again, something that is, you know, certainly top of mind in in all projects, public and private moving forward. And finally, we're we're offering the PMP 35-hour contact contact hour prep course, which is a prerequisite for uh, people to sit for their PMP license. So providing all those in the first, you know, three, three and a half weeks, and then the latter two months is designed really around project and program integration with an MCFA. That may be as targeted as, you know, putting somebody on a specific project or, or program within a, a client that we know this person can, can grow into and deliver value, or perhaps there's some type of rotation. Uh, but, you know, it'll really be determined on, you know, what type of projects or programs we have in circulation at that given time. And also, you have to take into consideration the person's background, their interests, and their skill sets. So what we have available sort of on the organizational needs side and on the individual needs side, it's, hey, what are you excited about? What do you think your strengths are? And how do we marry those together in some way that's mutually beneficial for for, for both of us? And I think that speaks a lot to our entire approach to talent and, and to helping people, not just our active duty transitioning veterans, but but all employees is I, I often put on the whiteboard, you know, you have Jesse or whoever the individual is, their experiences, their passions, their background, their education. And then you have MCFAs as a platform, our projects, our experiences, our expertise, our client base, the problem sets we're dealing with and our internal needs. And I think all of the time we need to be, you know, overlaying those two circles. And then figuring out that sweet spot in the middle between somebody who who fits our culture, judged by you know core value alignment, but then what what are they looking for? And I want you to hit on why this program so so great because I think us transitioning active duty or us veterans when we come out, we don't recognize how much we don't know about what we want to do. For, for the last five, six, seven, 20, 30 years, we've done whatever the needs of the Army were. And we went wherever the Marine Corps wanted us or needed us. And we did whatever they asked us to do. Now you open up you know, to the civilian sector and you've got this wide aperture. And I want to reference General McCaffrey, Todd McCaffrey's podcast. He talked about it, it comes down to three, three things compensation, location, and vocation. But I think that there are some other considerations inside of those that you and I have talked about. So why don't you hit on what what a transitioning veteran or a transitioning active duty member will get through the skill bridge and, and maybe some of the internal reflection that they'll get to do during this process. Yeah. And, and that that's a great point, right? We talked all these like hard training program skills where they'll be what they'll do, but 
you know, one really important thing that, you know, we have discussed and, and we've talked with other veterans that, that wish they had done a lot more deliberate kind of introspection during their transition. And we're going to build that into this curriculum, like day, day one and, you know, September 5th, the morning of, you know, we'll be in front of them and I'm going to have them write down what are they excited about? What are they hopeful for? What are they scared of? And what are their expectations going in? without any experience of any of us to just jot down where they're at in their own journey. And this is going to be them. It's going to be on them. You know, nobody's going to be evaluating this or understanding this. And then every week we're going to build in some time for them to journal, to reflect on their experiences, their interactions, their kind of, you know, their emotions, their reactions to what is going on in their lives in this transition. And they're going to capture that. And at the end, we're going to have them put together some type of reflective, you know, paper or presentation, because we want to, there is a critical part that is, is overlooked and, and kind of thought that is just inherent to people's transition, that you just kind of figure things out over time. But, you know, we really believe that some form of deliberate introspection, some, some form of structured introspection is, is going to provide people the space to think through some of these, to recognize what they're feeling. To, to, you know, to also confirm or deny what they were anticipating being hard and isn't, or what they thought was going to be easy and actually turned, turned out more challenging than, than, than they thought it was going to be. So incorporate that. And another huge element, um, if I can just hit on it real quick, is we have such a unique platform within MCFA. Uh, and we have this demographic of, you know, very sort of, you know, more structured, more, you know, kind of right or left-brained, you know, quantitative thinkers in a lot of engineers, right? And a lot of a lot of very technical skills and, and backgrounds. And I think a lot of veterans come out or a lot of military service members come out with some technical training, but certainly a ton of of people management and leadership experiences. And putting those those past experiences together on project teams is really this unique kind of opportunity to learn from somebody that has a, a different background and experience than you, but also at the same time can really tap into your, your experience and begin to leverage that in their execution. So, you know, I, I'm really excited to see some of our, you know, 23, four, five-year-olds engineers interact with some people that might've been serving in the military for the last 10 years, two with very different types of skill sets. And yet, Put them together with enough curiosity and enough creativity, and, and and I can't wait to see where that synergy leads our project and program teams in the in the future. Yeah, I I, I want to hit on that as as we kind of wrap this up because there's there's a bit of a commercial here, right? We're not the only Skillbridge program out there, but if if you're interested, we'll certainly help you out there in the AEC world navigate these waters or or maybe get your hands on on some skill bridge candidates because i think you know more important to us than you know the strategic competitive advantage of of capturing this talent pool as a blue ocean for us is the greater mission of helping veterans kind of find their next mission in rebuilding our nation's infrastructure which we all know we have a lot of investment coming and we have a huge labor need Two is project leadership is really what this is all about. 
MCFA does planning strategy, program management, construction management, project management, mostly in the built environment, but we are dabbling, you know, in into other areas all the time where big problems need leadership because it's it's lacking out there. So that's what you get from veterans. And to Jesse's point, you probably have the technical skill sets in-house or the technical skills available to you. I think what's what's missing a lot of the time is the leadership skill that, you know, the leader that has low ego, the leader that is loyal to the organization, the leader that is focused on mission success, the leader that is focused on mentoring and helping other people find their success. And I think and, and our thesis, and it's a it's it's a big investment we're putting behind this thesis is investing in these leaders for our industry is going to, uh, one, unlock their future career, but two, unlock tremendous value and bring tremendous value to the projects and clients that we're working for. So we want to encourage everybody else to do the same. On the human being side of that, transitioning veterans are dealing with some crazy, crazy stuff after the last 20 plus years of op tempo on the war on terrorism. It's in national news every day. VA's number one problem right now that they're facing for our veteran community is mental health. And whether that's PTSD, suicide, or or some other form of depression and homelessness, this is a huge opportunity to get upstream of those problems with the SkillBridge program by being intentional, like Jesse talked about, by helping veterans reflect. And I know that, you know, the, the, the human capital we're getting in the Skillbridge program are probably the lower risk category because they're they have the foresight or they have the commands that are supporting their transition by supporting the Skillbridge program. So, commanders out there, this program is critical to transitioning your active duty members, and that is the right thing to do for the rest of their career. Inspiring People in Places is brought to you by MCFA. MCFA is a CVE-verified, service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. At MCFA, our why is to inspire people in places through project leadership. We provide planning, strategy, program management, and construction management support services to a wide variety of public and private sector clients. And again, it's getting upstream of a veteran issue that, I mean, is, is crippling our veteran community in mental health and PTSD. So that to me is another reason why we need to get this right. We need to, we need to take it seriously. And the last kind of commercial is if you have veterans inside of your organization, know that, you know, they bring some of that to the fight. And I am somebody that didn't really unpack that baggage, if you will, until probably five to seven years after getting off active duty. I was very focused on, oh, I just got to get a job and and the whole compensation, location, vocation. Hey, what do I like to do? Where am I going to be able to provide for my family? Where do we want to live? And And you really don't spend a lot of time thinking about what am I losing when I leave the military? I'm losing the uniform and the sense of something bigger than me and service to the nation and camaraderie of unit and competition of PT and, and, and. 
there's, you know, benefits <laughs> and like, oh, somebody's going to tell me when to go to the doctor and get my shots. Not like I have to figure that out. Oh, and you have to pay for this stuff in the civilian world. There's a lot of stuff that we take for granted when we're on active duty that kind of piles up as, as little stressors as you, as you navigate the civilian world. So that's, that's kind of my closing argument, if you will, that everybody should be looking at this in our industry. The, the desire of our podcast is information, education, and inspiration. Uh, it is to elevate the AEC industry, and it is to give back to veterans. So closing thoughts are look into the SkillBridge program, look into veteran talent, think about how you're hiring and how you're filling needs. How are you capitalizing on the opportunities that are in front of us in the industry to both elevate the industry and to, and to backfill that retiring talent? Jesse, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is it. This is, this is our opportunity to provide the type of guidance, the mentorship, the training. And for those transitioning military folks that, that might be listening or, or interested, if our name is on this, we are going to bust our ass to, to provide you that fulfilling experience to understand yourself, understand what is out there. That is going to be a relentless pursuit that I can promise you and that we can promise you from MCFA. And, and if you're one of the, the trade partners out there, I suspect that if we're doing things right, like I hope we will be, and I think we will be, at some point, we're going to get a lot of interest and we're going to want or potentially not be able to hire every single you know, person that goes through the Skillbridge opportunity. And we want to build relationships where we can help push these transitioning military folks to companies that understand the value and can tap into and utilize and leverage the value that these veterans bring to organizations. So we're incredibly excited about the opportunity. You know, that is a promise that, 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 that we will offer and stamp our names on. Awesome. Hire vets. Uncle Sam needs you to hire our transitioning active duty. Jess, thanks so much for your time. Everybody have a great week and a great weekend. Hey, everybody. If you're enjoying the show, do us a favor and subscribe to Inspiring People and Places on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast hosting platform. We'd also greatly appreciate if you left us a review and shared this with other entrepreneurial public servants and all your friends and family in the AEC space. Be sure to visit our website, www.mcfaglobal.com. Sign up for our newsletter to stay in touch with us and learn about all of the projects and clients we're helping. Last but not least, we are hiring. We are always hiring. Do us a favor. Take a look at what jobs we have open. Contact us through our website or connect with me on LinkedIn. Until next time, have a great rest of your week and a great weekend.